Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, the host of this podcast. And after spending my entire career in the sports sales industry, I wanted to continue to find ways to give back to individuals that want to get into this business or individuals that are currently in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. Each week, I'll have the privilege to sit down with top-ranking professionals in our industry. You'll hear their career path, what they look for in successful people, and ultimately a few key takeaways for you to apply to your everyday. Time certainly flies. It is crazy to think it's season four of 52 Weeks of Hustle already. With season four, I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path. We're going to discuss three key topics that are current in the industry and three hustle hot seat questions. And... Three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now, on to our guests this week. In this business, it doesn't matter what product you're selling or what sport you're leading. It's all about the people and process. Our next guest has worked in a variety of industries and has led to him where he's at today. I'm excited to have Wes Day, the CEO of Revel XP. Wes, welcome to the show. Thanks, Travis. Appreciate it. Wes, excited to have you and certainly talk shop first. Revel XP has official partnerships with over 100 college and professional sports teams, leagues, and events. And the company hosts and operates hospitality events at nearly all of the Power 5 properties and has gained traction in professional football, soccer, golf, auto racing, horse racing, a lot going on. Wes, what's your elevator pitch for Revel XP? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think you hit, hit a lot of it there. Um Revel XP is what we call, we call it a fan experience company, which basically means we work with, as you mentioned, um, some of the world's largest and best uh, sporting events, teams, leagues, um, and try to amplify the the fan experience, which we do that through a variety of hospitality services, everything from uh, pregame parties and tailgates to um, in-stadium premium areas or experience zones to uh, concierge services and and experience packages that bundle things like tickets and travel and hosp- hospitality, hotel, uh, VIP experiences you can't get elsewhere, um, which is great for the fan. Um, our pitch for our, our partners, which are our team partners, is that what and what makes Revel unique is we're a one stop shop for everything that they need. Hospitality, we sell, we service, we operate. Um, which simplifies their lives significantly, but also creates a great cohesive fan experience. And, you know, it's, it's in our blood. Um, you know, Revel has been around since 2018 officially, but uh, predecessor companies for decades. And we're just super passionate about what we do. We think sport plays a critical role in culture. American culture brings people together. Um, and we just try to amplify that through what we do in our service offerings. Absolutely. And certainly it had a lot of success. And, you know, Wes, for your end, just several months ago, you were named the CEO of Revel XP. And you'd recently served as the CEO of Die Hard Fan Supply and president of Teal Sports and Entertainment, which is the holding company for both Revel XP and Die Hard. And so why was the transition, you know, kind of to Revel XP the right move for you? Great question. The, the reality is I can't seem to keep a job, I guess. I keep bouncing around. But, <laughs> in a good um, way. In a good yeah, way. Um, you know, I, I started with Teal. Um, back when the, when the business started in, in, in 2017, um, and, um, really was more on the investment side, um, and transactional side. And then, as you mentioned, um, became the, the diehard CEO, uh, when that opportunity came up. Um, and then when, when the, the Revel situation came up and, and we needed a new CEO there, I, I, I jumped at it. 
I, I, I love that side of it. Um, you know, it, it's the, the private equity side can get a little more transactional. Um, I love the operating side of a business. I love the relationships, the teamwork, the really building something um, that that we're about and, and very entrepreneurial cultures in all of our businesses. So it's a great fit for me personally. And the, our, our team is amazing. You know, I've been fortunate to be on the sidelines a bit, watching this business grow, getting to know the folks involved. Um, and for me, it's all all about the people, both both internally and our, our partners um, that just made it a great fit. And I'm, I'm super excited about the opportunity. You know, and to your point there, you've been on the sidelines for a while, so you're certainly familiar with a lot of the people, a lot of the process. So jumping into RevoXP, it wasn't like you had to jump in head first and figure it out. So how has that transition been over the last couple of months? Well, my, my my travel points have definitely escalated quickly over the past twelve months. You know, for for me, I I I I like to be hands on, and um, uh, you know, want to know as as many of our folks as I can as quickly as possible and develop those, those relationships. So that that's put me on the road quite a bit. Um, definitely an interesting time uh, jumping in during our our busy season, but at the same time, that's a perfect opportunity to kind of get my feet wet wet quickly. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, there, there's not been that learning curve of what you normally get in a brand new company, regardless of role of, okay, I got to figure out what we do, who the people are, all that stuff that it, it definitely pass that. Um, and, and it's more about just, um, just, just starting to get my hands directly on things and, and doing that. So I, I'd say it's been a pretty smooth transition from that standpoint. That's great. You previously mentioned, you know, since 2017, you've been part of Teal Sports and Entertainment, really in leading the investment strategy. And, you know, most recently, as CEO of Die Hard, you helped grow the business by nearly 40% and consistent in your career in growing businesses. What do you feel like you and your team do on such a consistent basis to help grow revenues, even during t- difficult times? Oh, great, great question. And, I, you know, you, you know this well, any business, but particularly sports, a, it's a small world, and B, it's it it is very re- relationship driven. Um, and and good relationships to me are built on transparency and trust. Um, so I you know I I always start with the basics of following through, doing what you say you're going to do, um, caring about what you're doing, being passionate about what you're doing. The growth then honestly follows if you if you get that part right. Your service offering, at least in the businesses that we're in, are, it, it tends to be tends to be great. Um, and there, yeah, it's a, again a, a, from a number of teams and leagues. It's a small ecosystem, big business, but a small ecosystem. You do a great job for one, they'll tell they'll tell their buddy, and they'll tell their their buddy. Um, you know, all our businesses have a customer component but they're rooted in having a relationship, a B2B relationship with the school, an athletic department, a school, a team, a league, an event. Um, so I think focusing on that and taking a lot of pride in that, the results follow from a from a result standpoint um, because your reputation precedes you. And I think it's, it's such great advice, right? It, it does come down with people and process and, you know, the, the decision wasn't or the because you had successes, we had good salespeople. Well, you had good salespeople because they built good relationships and they showcased that value proposition, which which went a long way. So great success there. And, you know, Wes, for your end, going back to the beginning, you, you attend Wake Forest University, you receive a degree in business. What did you think that career path was going to be for yourself? 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you asked that. I, I never would have dreamed, and I'm sure a lot of people say this, but never would have dreamed I was in the spot that I am in now. And nor, nor was I necessarily intentional as far as like I'm dotting this career move and this career move to, to get to a certain destination. Um, you know, and, and, and frankly, in school, you know, I was envious of other students who seemed to knew, know what they wanted to do when they grew, they, they grew up. And I, that was not me. Yeah. I couldn't, I, me I, both. I, I had no clue. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even fake it. Like I, I, right. I had no, I no idea. Um, so I, you know, I did think I, I, I knew I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I, 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 I always had kind of a side gig. I was one of those kids, um, even in college. Um, and so that I, I took some courses on that. I re- remember in, in, in college now it's much more specialized with specific majors, but we, we didn't necessarily have that. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was a common thread, but then, you know, from there, you know, I, it was more following people kind of following my gut more than it was. And, and how could I help and add to a situation? Not necessarily. I've got a great master plan planned out and, and knowing where I, I want to end up. And, and I frankly still don't have that. You know, people ask me all the time, you know, I'm, I'm focused on building a great business, building great relationships and having fun while I'm doing it. And, what happens in two to three years will, will happen as a result. The rest will come together. Yeah. yeah. You know, Wes, early on in your career, you, you started in a different industry as we led off the podcast with you started in the banking industry, working at BB and T thinking about your time there. What's a key learning you learned in that experience that you still apply to your everyday man. Yeah. I, so I graduated undergrad in 2009, which meant I entered the banking business during the financial rough crisis. Time. Yeah. yeah rough, rough time. Um, and actually was going to work for a different financial institution that ended up going under at the time. So I, 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 I got very long story, but very fortunate there. Um, you know, that did create that disruption like that created a lot of opportunity, particularly for a young, eager person looking to grow in, in their career in what, whatever direction just opportunity comes up in that type of environment. Um, but, but two, two lessons I, I, I learned there or two things I would say. One, that was a great, like really understanding how business worked. You know, I, I I had a portion of my career there where I was constantly learning about small business, reading financial statements, which I just think is is regardless of where you end up, um, at the end of the day, that's 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 kind of the language of business. And so being comfortable with financial statements, I think, has paid dividends for me. And then the other is is on the opposite end of the scale. My my first job, again during the financial crisis in in two thousand nine, was selling financial products over the phone. Yep. Call center, cute phones. You can yep. imagine. You know them. Smile you know them. and dial. Yes, and and yeah, very humbling experience. I was terrible. Um, you know, and and, and you know, just slowly. Learn my way through it. That that was such. I, I'm so thankful for that hard experience, interpersonal skills I created, um, learning how to sell, learning a lot of grit and determination. Like that was a great hard first job out of school. No, absolutely, and it certainly paid off. And, and a lot of times you mentioned it's the hard work, it's the grind, it's the effort. It's going to teach you long 
you know, long-term away. And, and so after six years in the banking industry, you decide to go out and, and really take a risk and co-found a company called Encapsio, where, where the focus on the development of topical OTC and pharmaceutical products for, for treatment of skin conditions. So I guess, you know, first, and, and I'm, I'm very naive to that, but like one, what, what was the, the reason behind that? And, and two, how was launching a company? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I smile as you describe that because it's, it's a it's a very odd transition from the banking business. And then again, to where, where I am today, um, which which, yeah, I, same thread. I, I following people. I met a friend who was a chemical engineer who wanted to start a business. I want to start a business. He was super smart. Great guy to be around. Hardworking. All the things that you look for in a in a in a, in a partner, an entrepreneur. Um, and we partnered with a scientist in in Durham um, who had developed a technology that we we turned into a, to a company. So I knew nothing about it either. Uh, and it was trial by fire learning. I was kind of the business guy, sales guy, financial guy, helping helping those guys out. They brought some of the science aspects. And um, yeah, that was that was a crazy time. I, I that's when I got a, a healthy coffee addiction, I think, because <laughs> I start, started that business. I was in grad school at the time. Had a couple other side gigs to to make money, um, yeah. But that that was a crazy. And again, I think just um, you know, curiosity and like you said, grit and determination. That that also a very humbling experience trying to pull something out of the ground like that in a space that is highly regulated and requires a lot of capital. Um, so start starting a company from scratch. I'll, still at still at the tail end of uh, money was still kind of tight at at the time. So um, a great experience um, had had some kind of entrepreneurial first taste of entrepreneurial success, um, and yeah, just absolutely loved it and and built two lifelong friends out of it as well. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Wes Day, CEO of Revel XP. And Wes, we could certainly talk about your career for hours, but I want to get into three hot topics. And in question one, you're based in Winston-Salem, but as we have discussed, you've got projects really all across the country. You've been traveling a lot. What's your advice on being able to lead teams from afar to really ensure that everyone is staying efficient and effective? If if somebody's got that fully figured out, I'm I'm all ears. I, I think we're you know actually yep. it, it's a topic for for us today. I 
I do, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're in the people business, we're in the community business, we're in the being together physically business at the same time, as a result of that, as a business, we've got a huge challenge in addition to the normal ones of work from home and that sort of thing is, is, is more the norm of, like you said, our, our business is everywhere because we need to be where our clients are. Um, so I, we, and I think we're getting better at this are super intentional about picking times, even on the calendar, we're going to be together. And during those times when we are together, you know, it's phones down, computers down, that sort of thing. And I I think into each other. Yes, exactly. And, and, and building social aspects into it too. Like, I think, I think we forget how important it is to break bread and do that sort of thing as well, as far as developing relationships. And then, and then, yeah, you know, embracing and using video chat and that sort of thing. Um, but carrying that same discipline into the, the video chat realm is, and I'm as guilty as anybody of multitasking while you're on, on a, on a zoom call. So I, I think, I think it's that it's, it's being very, very intentional when you have time together, particularly physically to make the most of it. Um, and, and, and really harnessing the importance of the relationship side of it. Absolutely. Last question too, a big upcoming event for you guys is, is CFP with Rebel XP doing much of the hospitality and much of that I'm sure comes down to what you just talked about, communication, collaboration, challenging, you know, mindsets and mentalities. What all goes on behind the scenes in really months, not necessarily days leading up to having that successful event or successful hospitality? Yeah, great question. I, you know, they don't let me know everything. And, 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 and typically when I volunteer to help, they, they, they politely decline. But, um, um, the truth is it, it really, it really like next year is meaning 2025 has already started before we execute right. CFP January, 20, 2024, that much goes into it. Different location, different venue, different experience. We take a lot of pride, particularly that team, in making each event unique because shocker Georgia might be there twice. Alabama, not right. Like we, right. we want a fan to come every time and say, I have to come back. No this matter is what the best yep. event I've been to no matter what. And so we get really specific down to the, the host city and, and all, all sorts of things like that to, to really create an experience around that. Um, but we have had teams on the ground, you know, Houston has become their second home for the past, past few months sales teams, as we talked about before the, the, the thing here, like ton of, ton of interest and hype around the college football playoff more, more than we've seen. And last year was, was a record year. Um, but it, it, it takes a lot. And that week itself, again, back to that passion from our team of what we do in hosting people, it is basically around the clock, you know, service. And it is the most exhausting but fun and fulfilling. Like if you're into that thing, like, like we are, it is, it is the most fun and fulfilling thing that that you'll do. You need to sleep for a few days afterwards and get a foot massage, but it is, it's just the best and and we love it. So yeah, you're going to get a lot of steps in and, and West, yeah. question three, you know, the role like yours, you're constantly presenting in, in front of top decision makers, you know, across the world and really pitching very large multi multi-year deals and, and multi-million dollars of deals as well. What's your advice to listeners on successful planning and, and ultimately execution of some of those top end meetings? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think you said it with in our earlier discussion, and and to your point, yeah, you know, our deals typically are multi-year, and again, rooted in in partnering with a mega brand, which all these sports teams are, um, to do something on their behalf, a, a brand that they cherish and and should protect very very well. So it really comes back to me on the same things that I said of like building a good relationship and transparency and trust and absolutely delivering on everything you say that, that, that you're going to do. And then from there, yes, certainly there's a sales component. There's a pitch component. Um, But if you're doing your homework and preparation, you know, your value proposition really, really well and approach it from that relationship standpoint Usually that results if, if it's if it's the right thing, it results in a dialogue and you know it's the right fit. And if it's the right fit, both sides are then approaching it from this is a this is a marriage that need needs to work. And so um yeah, the the the, the business structure needs to re- work for both sides at, as a result. And and I think you know pretty quickly in those conversations for us, if this is just going to be a transaction for them, um that's that that's probably that that's probably not 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 us and so uh, i think i think if you approach it that way at least that fits stylistically for for who we are um and it's less of a pitch and takes the pressure off having to do the wow factor sizzle thing and more of a this is the start potentially to a long term relationship that could be very benef- mutually beneficial um and those are those are the best ones, and I think where we have the most success coming from it, coming at it from that angle. Love it, Wes. This has been great. Certainly, to you know, an SPJ forty under forty winner, great career. And to close it out, I like to put our guests on the hustle hot seats. You ready for this? Um, I think so. <laughs> if you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza and wings, easy. If a movie was made about your life, who would want to? Who would you want to play you? Oh, uh, is Matthew McConaughey still cool? Yeah, there, there might be an age issue. I, I think he would be be the the cool, make me look cooler than I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last thing, Wes, you've completed on your bucket list? Yeah, this may surprise you. I did my first tailgate in the Grove at Ole Miss this fall, um, and and knew everything that went into it, and and was still wowed. That was that was pretty cool. I have yet to do that. That's certainly on my list as well. Wes, to close it out, what are three key takeaways you would you would give every listener to be in your shoes one day? I if I could, I'll do one. I may, maybe all three are people, people, people. Um, I I just as far as career path, follow good people, um, be a good person yourself. Um it, it I I just think that it, who you work with. And who you surround yourself with and who you are as a person is 90 plus, probably I would argue 95% of what your happiness and and satisfaction will be at work and also your success. I see those as inextricably linked. And so that, that, and my career shows that it, it is, it is probably the most zigzag line you could possibly create. And I just, I've, I've been fortunate to, follow good people and and have focused on that. I love it. It certainly starts and stops with people, which you hit on throughout the entire podcast. And Wes, thank you so much. Pleasure talking to you. I certainly appreciate your time and expertise. 
Thanks, Travis. Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.